0: Good morning, and welcome to another edition of DFS Today. This is your Tuesday, April 26th edition. I am your host, Santino Cocone. I'll be running this one solo for you. Uh, DJ Sammy Caps is doing his thing right now. He will be back next week. But we got another three game Tuesday slate for you uh, with four. Or I should say three game fours. Uh, Two of these series tied two apiece. The first game on the docket, the home team will be up three one. It's an interesting series, Uh, interesting slate, interesting series for all these teams. Interesting playoffs in general. They've been fantastic, and we're only going to get better and better uh, as we move along. Without further ado, though, let's jump right into this. First game on the docket, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We have the Atlanta Hawks down 3-1, uh, taking on the Miami Heat in Miami. We have a 218 game total, and the Heat are seven-point home favorites to close this series out. On the injury report, Kyle Lowry is out. Gabe Vincent is probable. Um, Lou Williams is also out. Then we have Clint Capella, Bogdan Bogdanovich, Caleb Martin, P.J. Tucker, all questionable. We'll start with the Hawks side of the ball. They had a big big game three where they came back, won a game there, uh, and then they went back and uh, didn't play so great in game four. Got beat pretty badly there. Um, Clint Capella came back. He played 21 minutes, didn't really do much, scored two points, had seven boards, which is nice, but uh, we can't go to him. At 5,500, if he's still on that minute's limit, uh, that's rough. Bogdanovich is questionable with a knee injury. He had a very, very good game two in game three. The other two games, not so good. I only played 21 minutes in this last one, um, and that's something maybe – I don't know if he if he even plays. Going back to Miami, this team seems pretty much done now uh, with Bogdanovich, Capella kind of limping. Um, maybe he doesn't suit up. If he doesn't suit up, that helps people like Herter. That helps people like Hunter, Gallinari. Uh, extra minutes out there there's no lou williams so um there is opportunity for those guys to play a load of minutes um uh, i would expect capella to play but again be limited here uh delone Wright is going to pick up extra minutes off the bench and uh, ball handling duties he's played quietly uh <clears throat> at least 21 minutes in three or in all four games in the last three 29 30 and 26 uh, respectively so he's playing a ton of minutes here um Another guy to, that's a guy to look at for just a very cheap pump play at 3,900. Uh, and if you're looking closer, he has at least 19 fantasy points in all four of these games. So uh, some value to be had there uh, on the cheap end. Again, Herter is a guy that I'd, I'd look more to than Hunter. And Gallinari, if one of those two guys, Bogdanovich or Capella, does miss. And then we can look there. Uh, John Collins, 5,400. I don't mind him either. He's been playing pretty solid. He only took eight shots in the last one. Uh and six before that but i expect to be a little bit better uh, with the their backs against the wall trey young is still a little too expensive for me in this matchup again backs against the wall he might take uh he's not i don't think he's going to take 11 shots again uh, but he could take 30 or not 30 20, 22 shots uh still too expensive for me in this tough tough matchup uh, but on the other side of the ball jimmy butler is now back up into the nine k's here nine two it's his highest price tag in a long time, uh, months. I, I believe the last time he was over 9K was back in the end of February, uh, right after the All-Star break. So uh, months here, long time, and he's he's been worth it. He's been awesome in this series. The matchup has been fantastic. Uh, there's no Kyle Lowry, so that helps even more. He has two games of at least 36 actual points, uh, and he has two games of ba- or back-to-back games, I should say, of 10-plus rebounds. So he's been awesome in every sense of the word. And I think they close them out here. I don't, I'd rather pay Jimmy Butler than, and Trey young uh, just because the matchup is much better. I don't know if we necessarily need to run and go there though. There's going to be some other options on this slate. Uh, Gabe Vincent is a guy I'm looking at. He's probable for this one, 27 minutes in the last game. He had 24 fantasy points. He's only 4,100 still. So that's some good value to be had. Uh, We saw a, Victor Oladipo sighting. He played 23 minutes in the last one. I do think that was pretty much for the garbage time purposes. Uh, They they blew him out. But there's no Lowry, so he's going to be more into the rotation. I do prefer Gabe Vincent of the two, though. We know that uh, Gabe Vincent has been getting those minutes all year. Tyler Hero is another guy, 6,500. Again, no Lowry. He only played 21 minutes in the last one. Shot one of eight from the field, so he laid a pretty big dud. But they... One by 24 points, so the game was never in question. They didn't need to run him out there. Uh, the game before that, he played 34 minutes, had 22 total shots. I expect him to be closer to that game than the previous game. So uh, for me, Tyler Hero and Gabe Vincent are the two guys I'm most looking at here. If you want to get uh, go Oladipo, I, I can't fault you, but I'd rather just go Gabe Vincent there. I think it's much safer. All right, game two, 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, we have the Minnesota Timberwolves taking on the Memphis Grizzlies in a battle, 2-2 series here. We have a whopper for a game total of 233 and half, easily the highest of the night. The Grizzlies are six-point home favorites. On the injury report, uh, we don't have anybody for the Wolves, but we have Killian Tilly and Santi Aldama both out for the Grizzlies. Uh, I will start with the Wolves. Carl Anthony Towns knotted this series up at 2-2. And if they could have held one of their massive 20-plus point leads uh, in game three, they could have been up 3-1 in the series. It could have been a big change here. It would have been much different. But they blew multiple 20-point leads in the same game, which is just crazy. Uh, Well, I guess they didn't blow it the first time they – cut it down very shortly and then blew it back up. It was I don't know how to explain the, one of the craziest run, games, of runs, massive runs that I've seen uh, in maybe ever, but in definitely quite some time. Currently Anthony Towns, 9,100. He had himself, again, a game in the last one. Uh, two games in this series, he has over 50 fantasy points. Uh, he had 57 in the last one, 33 points, 14 boards. Probably won't go to him at 9,100. Um <clears throat> I do like some guy on the other side of the ball a little bit more in that same price range, but for centers, he, if you're going to pay up for center, yeah, I, I prefer him over, um, bam. Um, I prefer him over bam, uh, two guys in the next matchup aren't too bad. I, I like both of them, but he has obviously the highest upside, uh, on this slate. So I don't mind towns and we're probably going to have some, some extra money to blow, pay up for a couple guys here. So towns is definitely in play here. I do like some Edwards. Uh, he had, he didn't, have the Towns game, but he still had 45 fantasy points in the last one on only 14 shots. You look at his game log, he has 16, 13, and 14 shots in the last three games in this series. And he's still providing some solid value. Uh, the two games before this were in the in the low 30s, though. Uh, but the game one, he had 54 fantasy points. This last one, 45 fantasy points. He's been doing... Did a lot on the defensive end with five stocks in the last game, four boards, four assists. I expect the shots to, to jump back up a little bit here, though. He's playing heavy minutes at least uh, 37 in three of the four games, none under 34 minutes, and he hit the 40-minute mark twice in this series so far. I expect more shots from him, uh, and I expect a <clears throat> a more higher-scoring Anthony Edwards for 8K. He's going to be one of my uh, favorite plays of the night here. Uh, D'Angelo Russell has had himself a pretty solid series, uh, in real life. Not as much in fantasy. He's shooting the ball poorly. He only has one game of above thirty percent from the field, uh, but he's doing the dirty work here. He's getting a lot of assists. and He's playing some decent defense out there. But that's not going to translate to the fantasy fantasy realm, the DFS realm that we're looking at here. So I'm going to leave him off. Um, McDaniels at 3300 is another very cheap option. Uh, He had 5 fouls in 10 minutes. That's hard to do. But If he didn't get in so much foul trouble, he'd be playing in the mid-20s, and he has the potential like he did in game one to pop off. I don't see it happening so much, but I can see him putting up 15 and 20 fantasy points and helping you pay up uh, for some of the bigger guns on this slate. So I don't mind going there. Uh, That's probably it. Malik Beasley, if you're going to go cheap again, uh, he had himself... A poor game in the last one. Didn't take a shot in 12 minutes. Uh, but outside of that, the, the other three games in the series, he had uh, 35, 10, 21 fantasy points helping you out there. So I expect a bounce back from him as well. I uh, won't really go to him. I'd probably just go to McDaniels instead. But, again, if you're really going Stars and Scrubs, he, he can be an option there. On the other side of the ball, uh, John Morant. I alluded to him being a guy that I'd probably pay for over. Towns he's the highest guy on the slate at 9.9 which honestly isn't that much um, considering it's high for him but that's not a lot lot to to dole out here on a on a slate like this so it's nice nice to see we can have a couple of higher price guys Uh, I do like Morant here the matchup's just been really good for him. Uh, he has at least 50 fantasy points in three of the four games. Last game was his least amount. He only took 13 shots. He shot poor from the field, but he had 15 assists, eight boards. Uh, he's just been money in this series um, and money in, in this matchup in general all year. So I like I like Ja. Desmond Bain, back-to-back 40-plus fantasy point games. I like him again. He's feeling it right now. The last two games, he's 15 Let me say that again, because I didn't even repeat or get how many shot attempts. But he's made 15 threes in 27 attempts. He's scorching. Uh, Both of those were in Minnesota. The two games at home, Uh, he only shot four of 12. I don't know why, but um, I expect him the hot shooting continue. Maybe not to that extent, to over 50% uh, from the field, but. Uh, I, I think he can still bring back value here. I think he can hit 35 points uh, with a little upside there. Brandon Clark at 5900 Price is jumping here, uh, and then rightfully so. He's played 29 minutes in back-to-back games. He's played uh, 20 at least 27 in three of the four games. He has at least three 30 fantasy points in three of those four games, all of those four. Uh, the only game he didn't hit 30 fantasy points is the, the game where he only played 21 minutes. Uh, with Steven Adams not even starting in the last one, Coming off the bench for Xavier Tillman, uh, that obviously boosts Brandon Clark's value. He didn't start, but he got extra minutes. Xavier Tillman played like dookie. Uh, He had five fouls in 16 minutes. I don't expect that to happen again, and he's another option to be to play if you're going very cheap. I don't expect his minutes to be too high, uh, but he's going to get a little extra. I don't. He's not going to get five fouls in 16 minutes. Uh, that said, Brandon Clark is well within play here at 5900. Uh, that's a very good price tag. Jaron Jackson's only $100 more than him now, uh, but his propensity to pick up fouls in this series has been insane. Five, four, five, and six in all three games. He hasn't hit 30-minute mark. The most minutes he's played so far this series was 27, and that was a game he had four fouls in. Uh, he only has one, uh, I should say, uh, he he didn't get any 25 fantasy point performances in Minnesota. He didn't have a double-digit scoring a fear a effort in Minnesota. I do expect a lot, a much better performance from him in this one, uh, but still, I think it's safer to go Clark, safer to jump up to Bane, uh, and definitely Jaw in this one. And Tillman, as I mentioned, is an option if you're going to go uh, very cheap here. And that's likely where I'm sticking uh, with those guns. And then on to the next game, a surprising 2 2 series. We have the Pelicans traveling back to Phoenix to take on the Suns. When they, after a stunner, they won another one there. Uh, we have a 216 game total, which is the lowest of the night, and the Suns are six-point home favorites. Uh, on the injury report, as of this moment, there are none submitted, but we can just say Zion Williams and Kyra Lewis Jr. are not going to be playing for this one. Uh, Devin Booker will not be playing. Frank Kaminsky, Dario Saric, Abdul Nader not playing. Uh, but obviously, the big story is this game. This series is 2-2. Uh, the Suns have been the best team. All year by a wide margin. Yes, there's no Devin Booker, but they've been beating teams and beating teams and beating teams. No matter who was playing, when Booker was out, they were winning. When Paul was out, they were winning. Uh, when Aiton was out for whatever games he was out, they were winning. So this is a shocker. The Sun are the the Pelicans are better than the 10 seed playing game now that they have McCollum. Um, they had them all year. They probably could have been the—I don't know if they would have been a six seed, but they could have been a higher in the playing game. But uh, this is this is fantastic series, and we'll start with the away team and we'll jump into the DFS side of things. Brandon Ingram—I keep seeing his high price tag or high-ish, low eight K price tag now, high nine K the last couple games. Um, he's just been awesome. Uh, back-to-back games of forty-two plus fantasy points. He had a nearly seventy. 70- fantasy point game before that three straight games of at least 30 actual points. Uh, He's just been carrying this team. McCollum has been awesome as well. And he's 8,500 as hard of a matchup as this is. They're both in play here as, as cheaper, higher expensive plays. Uh, I do prefer jaw to just pay up and get jaw over these two guys. Um, The $1,000 difference for Ingram. And then The difference, uh, McCollum, is 1400 and I would rather just pay and get Ja and Edwards, but uh, I, I can't fault anyone for going here. They, these guys have been... This, this series is 2-2, two, two, which is shocking in its own, but they've been playing fantastic. Uh, J-Val's been really good as well. He had a 26-15 rebound game in the last one. Uh, he has two 50-point performances in this uh, matchup. He had a 25-rebound game in the first game with 18 points. Uh, outside of Game 3, where he just took five shots and had six points and 11 boards. He's been really at least 30 fantasy points in, um, the other three. So J Val at 7,400, I mentioned towns. If you're going to pay up, cause you probably could have the money here. Uh, J is a cheaper, good option. He's just rebounding and, and scoring efficiently here. Um, well, I shouldn't say scoring efficiently, but when he's getting en- enough shots, he's been good. Uh, and he's getting to the line and hitting the majority of his free throws. Um, uh, uh, double digit rebounds in every every game so far and when he's hit the 30 minute mark he has hit 50 fantasy points so uh, 7400 well worth a gamble there uh, for him Larry Nance Jr Jose Alvarado uh, I like to go to them for cheaper options. Larry Nance has been playing the minutes in the 20s. Uh, he had 21 fantasy points in the last one outside of game three. He has at least 21 fantasy points, which is value here at 4k. Uh, That's nice. And the minutes jumped up to 25 in the last one. Um, Alvarado. I just like him, and he plays super hard. I'm not going to go to him, but uh, if I'm in a pickle, I guess I do think there are better options that I've already mentioned. uh, So I don't think we have to go there, uh, but he has been playing pretty solid uh, in this series in real life outside of fantasy. So I do like to mention people like that sometimes. Um, That's pretty much it for me. I'm going to stick to J Val Larry Nance the most Um, And if I have the money I can jump up to a Ingram McCollum as much as I continue saying that this matchup is tough for them They have continually proved me wrong and they've been playing fantastic. So as hard as the matchup is uh, they are hitting value and hitting value there and worth their price tags on the other side of the ball Phoenix tied 2-2 going back home. Yes, they don't have Booker, but we need a much better performance from them in this game. Uh, Chris Paul coming off a 58 fantasy point performance in game three where they won by three points. Put up just four points on two of eight shooting, 0 of three from the uh, uh, the three-point line, uh, four fouls, three turnovers. Just not the Chris Paul performance that you were hoping for. Only twenty six fantasy points. I expect a much better effort here. Uh, but at nine k, I do feel more comfortable with uh, Ja, especially with the way that the uh, Pelicans have been playing. Their defense has been much improved the last month and a half or so of the season as well. Uh, DeAndre Ayton, another cheaper option. He's been having a good game, uh, good series. Uh, he had outside of that seventeen rebound performance though. He only has uh, one game of above 35 and a half fantasy points. So the value is tough there. Uh, if you're in that range, J-Val has proven to be more consistent. He does have this upside, though, and their backs are against the wall now, even though it's 2-2, because they are the one seed. Uh, so I expect a much better performance from him, too. I just don't know if he's going to be worth that price tag. Um, Jake Crowder, 4,900 now, jumping up a little bit. He's been playing pretty decent. Uh, he had 28 fantasy points in the last one. Uh, now that he's nearly... A little higher. I don't think the upside is crazy, but I I can still see him putting up double digit points. uh, Maybe not five assists, but similar to six rebounds, a couple assists, a couple steals. I think he's right on the border of value, uh, if not like two, three points higher, uh, hitting that 28 point mark again. Cam Johnson. He took 12 shots in the last one, which I, I like to see. That's only his second time of taking double-digit shots in this series. Uh, we're going to need a lot more from Cam Johnson if if the Suns want to continue playing, which is crazy to see. Uh, say. And I, I will take some chances on him at 4,800. I expect him to come out uh, a lot more aggressive. And uh, when he's open, he's, he's been money this year. So uh, Cam Johnson is a guy that I'm going to take some chances on. Uh, and that's that's likely it here. Uh, Javal McGee is another option for those under 4K with consistency, uh, but I'd rather ha- take a guy with higher upside. All right, that does it for the podcast for Tuesday. Uh, Three-game Tuesday, two games at 2-2 two, two apiece. The one and two seeds out west tied at 2-2 two two for against the teams that had to go into the play-in game. Uh, and then we got the number one seed out east in the heat, up 3-1 looking to close things out at home. Oof. Big games here. Uh but I'll throw to my favorite player tiers before we leave. Uh favorite high price play. I'm gonna go with John Morant. Uh, backs against the oh, I keep saying backs against the wall is two two. When you're two two and you're the two seed at home, kind of backs against the wall. Uh so that's why I say that. John Morant, 9-9. I think he's I think 60 points is well within reach for him here. So I'm gonna take that chance on him. Uh, same game. Anthony Edwards, 8K. I think that's just a good price tag. He's been awesome. Uh, uh He's taken just <clears throat> 43 shots in the last three games combined, but I expect that number to jump up here. Uh Again, their backs are against the wall. If they lose, they're down 3-2. You never want to be in that, uh, that scenario. Game five is pivotal. I love Anthony Edwards here at 8K. My favorite cheap option, I mentioned a few, uh, but I'll go with Gabe Vincent again, 4,100. No Kyle Lowry. He's already ruled out. So that is something good. Vincent's just probable. Uh, he only played 27 minutes in the last one, but that's still a lot of a good amount of minutes. But they won by 24 points, so they didn't need to rush him out there. He still put up 24 fantasy points. Uh, even if he plays under 30 minutes, he's gonna hit. He's gonna increase or uh, beat value here. So I expect 33 minutes, and I expect value to be had with ease, and then some goodies there. All right, but that does it for our podcast. Thank you for tuning in. As always, good luck. Have a great night.